On today's Locked On Royals podcast, we're going to dive into the MLB players and owners meeting yet again. What does it mean? How close are we to a deal? And what to expect on how these negotiations impact the Kansas City Royals and the rest of baseball's future? All of that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team's every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Stiles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. And on today's show, we're going to dive into what to expect from these meetings of the players and the owners here in recent days. What happened Monday at the meeting for the players and the owners and how it impacts, of course, the Kansas City Royals. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball during the off season, three days a week, but in season every single day. Huge shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs going back to the AFC Conference Championship game. Patrick Mahomes has never finished shy of that conference title game as a starter. So that is huge for the team, for the community, for the city, for everything involved. It's also huge for the Lockdown Podcast Network because we have Lockdown Chiefs five days a week getting you set for a fun, fun, fun AFC title game against the Cincinnati Bengals. So make sure you go check that out. Wherever you get podcasts from, Locked on Chiefs also on YouTube. So go check them out as well. Now, the players and the the union and the owners, they met today. And they met for several hours, a couple of hours at least. Now this is different than what had been previously happening. Previously, these meetings have only lasted like seven minutes and have not really been meetings at all. But today, these two sides come together, and they talk for multiple hours, and the players made some huge kind of concessions. Remember, a big sticking point for the players entering this negotiation period was the free agency eligibility. When players can become... Eligible to be free agents. The players wanted to kind of shy away from that six-year model that's currently in baseball and wanted to kind of move it more toward an age-based system. And, of course, the owners didn't want to do that. And it seems like the players are also now no longer fighting for the non-manipulation standpoint of things. Remember, the manipulation, if you were kind of uh, forgot about it, is... You know, there's a certain date a couple weeks after opening day where if you just don't call somebody up, for example, 
Bobby Witt Jr. You don't call Bobby Witt Jr. up for two weeks after opening day. When you call him from that third week, all of a sudden, this entire season is going to play sans three weeks. doesn't count against you in, in the sense of free agency and compiling those six years. It would not be a full year under that six-year window, so you get him in return for an additional year. It's playing with the call-up date. It's mo- it's one of the most famous cases being Chris Bryant. I had this happen to him with the Cubs, if you want to go read up on a, on a good example of it. And it seems like the players, in conceding the free agency discussion and taking off the manipulation discussion, have made a big a big time counter offer that's kind of legitimate to the owners by taking those two sticking points out of there. Of course, not great for minor league players right now, not great for guys like Bobby Witt Jr. who could possibly be manipulated this season, but it is great news in the sense of getting us back toward baseball. Uh, the, the big thing here is that this two hour meeting was of course heated, right? Like you're going to, you're going to hear the term heated and passionate and uh, fighting back and forth all over because this is, two sides hammering out a billion-dollar operation and trying to win, right? Like, you're not trying to do what's fair to the owners if you're the players. And you're trying to do what's fair to the players if you're the owners. You're trying to win. So, of course, these are not fair negotiations in the sense of good faith or in the sense of just trying to truly hammer out a deal. So it's going to be passionate. It's going to be fiery. It's going to be mudslinging, right, back and forth. But the good news here is it was two hours long and nobody left abruptly. It was not a seven-minute non-starter meeting. And the best news is that they're going to meet again on Tuesday. Back-to-back days of meeting with the owners and the players. So these two sides will continue to meet again tomorrow. And given the length of this meeting and given the players' concessions that they've made, it does feel more optimistic than it did even last week about when this lockout will end and how quickly that we can kind of accelerate the pace of this lockout. I am interested in the rest of this discourse because it feels like now we're truly getting into the nitty gritty. We're truly getting into the meat and potatoes of this, of this conversation. It seems like now the posturing's over that now it's going to be truly down to business. The problem is, though, you're getting truly down to business on January 24th. And I don't foresee the players conceding spring training time like in the sense of I think that the players are going to have a non-starter in there that they have to have at least, at the minimum, a month of spring training. So a month from today would be February 24th which would be when spring training typically was going to get going with pitchers and catchers and things like that. Can they get this deal done within this next month? We'll talk about the deal itself and what's kind of been proposed so far coming up on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. But first, I want to say right now, but our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your next order. At built.com. They are fantastic. They're great for the new year as you start to uh, have your New Year's resolutions and you start to try to uh, be healthier and eat better and all those things that I'm trying to do that I'm sure most of you are trying to do. A great way to do that is with Built Bar. Built Bar works perfectly pre workout, per work, 
you know, post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. It's filling. It's great for you. Most Built Bars have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Companies you know, that have those candy bars out there, most candy bars have 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen net carbs. That's way bad compared to Built Bars that only have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. And the best part is you still get that chocolatey taste from Built Bar. It's not that waxy, chemical, chalky taste that most protein bars are for you. And I think that one thing that's helped me so far in the new year and trying to eat better, trying to trying to go to the gym, exercise, do all that fun stuff that, that I've been trying to do is that Built Bar gives you a huge variety of flavors. So most of the time when you're trying to eat healthy, you kind of run into the process of eating the same healthy thing over and over and over and over and over again and lacking that diversity, lacking that variety in what you're eating. But with Built Bar, they have so many new flavors and so many great tasting flavors that you can truly cycle through flavors that taste incredible. So make sure you go and check them out. Uh, you know, just some of the flavors are cookies and cream, which is my personal favorite, peanut butter brownie, chocolate almond, uh, salted caramel, mint brownie, and so many more. Built is always coming up with new bars for you, so make sure you're checking Built.com often to see what new limited-time-only flavor they offer up each time. They're fantastic. And again, an idea for the new year is to simply replace your secret stashes of chocolate and bad snacks for you with Built Bars, and because they are fantastic and they're good for you, you can do that by going to Built.com and using the code LOCK15. That code LOCK15 gets you 15% off of your next order. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order at Built.com. You can use that as many times as you want to at Built.com. Promo code LOCK15. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. Thank you for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. And it's all free and available across all platforms. And again, shout out Lockdown Chiefs. They're going to have you covered all week to prepare for this game against the Bengals. Also, want to give a huge shout out to Lockdown MLB, Sully, and company are doing a great job keeping you up to date on everything happening around Major League Baseball and also getting a ton of fun content out there right now during a pretty uh, dry period of the baseball cycle as we're locked out from the sport at the moment. A lot of good stuff coming around the Lockdown Podcast Network. I do want to say, though, about these negotiations. It seems like now they're serious. It seems like now they're worth talking about, that they're worth entertaining, and that we are making some headway. But again, the question becomes how much headway are we making, number one, and how quickly can this get over with? Because if it lingers past a month from now with no deal and it starts to creep into March with no deal, then again, you start to run into the problem of, okay, great, you might solve this lockout and time to play baseball this year, obviously, but now you need a CBA negotiation for the CBA negotiation because... Now players are concerned about how they're going to get paid for a 145-game season versus a 162-game season and all the things that happened during the COVID season as well. So hopefully this gets done within the next month. And I think that now I have my biggest point of optimism I've had 
in this whole process. And remember, you know, I've been talking about this impending lockout since I started this podcast in December twenty, you know, December thirty first, twenty nineteen. Right. So it's been a long awaited, and it's been something that's going to uh, that was kind of we were staring down the barrel of for a long time. And this is the first moment here where it feels positive, where it feels like it's trending in the correct direction. And now Tuesday, tomorrow, goes a long way in, in, in confirming that. If Tuesday, whenever the players officially give their counteroffer, if the owners receive that well, then I think that there's a chance that, hey, maybe we don't miss regular season baseball. If the players, like, fly off the handle and don't receive it well, then you're kind of back to that pessimistic stage. So I think that a lot rests on Tuesday, January 25th, when it comes to these negotiations. Now, as far as how they infect the Royals, again, the the big sticking point in this scenario was about the free agency period and when you become a free agent, at what age do you become a free agent. And so what we know now so far about the negotiation is the players have kind of backed off of their stance on free agency. So as of right now, it seems like free agency will be unaffected and it will be business as usual. You'll have to play seven major league seasons before you can be a free agent and teams can still, if they choose, manipulate service time. And that brings you to the conversation of Bobby Witt Jr., who is this hotshot prospect, who is supposed to be this superstar player, Remember, folks, I know it's a lockout. I know the Chiefs are incredible. I know that there's a lot of other things you can do right now than think about the Royals. But I appreciate you thinking of the Royals and thinking of us and checking out the podcast. And it's easy to forget the hype around Bobby Witt Jr. This guy can be the Royals' Tatis. This guy can be the Royals' Ronald Acuna. This guy could be the Royals' Bryce Harper. This guy could be the Royals' face, the Royals' just superstar player. Bobby Witt Jr., according to the hype, has a legitimate shot to be the best player for the Royals in my lifetime, which is you know, 24 years now of living, and he has a chance to be the very best. Of course, the Royals had a 30-year playoff drought in that span. They didn't want, they won a World Series, though, also in that span. So they've had good players come through Kansas City uh, even during the playoff droughts. I think that when you look at that and you remember how good he can be, and then you take a look at the free agency market right now and how it was the, it was the year of the shortstop. And we've only gotten the numbers for Seager and Simeon, and they're still out there. Carlos Correa, we've got the numbers for Javier Baez, right? You look around at what people are willing to pay for shortstops. And Bobby Jr. is a fantastic shortstop. He can play third, he can play second, he can play all over. But, if he is a superstar at the shortstop position, he's going to earn a ton of money. He's going to earn a ton of money during his time as a big leaguer. And you have to remember that the Royals are in a small market scenario and that they don't give out these huge deals often. And it's also this ownership group's first time handling a superstar. Again, it would be, it would be the first legitimate superstar of my lifetime. Now, we, we can all reminisce as Royals fans here about all the great players in the last 20 years, but Bobby Wood Jr. could be the face of baseball. He's that good. He could be the face of baseball, one of the main, one of the main kind of 
sticking points of baseball marketing, of baseball revenue, of fan interest. He's supposed to be that good. He's going to command $300 million if he's that good. And by that time in six years from now, who knows what the market dictates in contracts and then in that way. It could be $400 million at that point for Bobby, for Bobby Wood Jr. It could. We don't know how the, how the game will react and how the revenue will fluctuate in the next six years, but it'll likely be a contract that the Royals either have never given out before and will be historic for the Royals, or the Royals can't give out. And so why do these negotiations impact so heavily Bobby Witt Jr. and the Royals organization? We're going to talk about that coming up. But first, I'm going to right now, but our friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is your online sportbook experts. BetOnline, where the game starts. Happy new betting year from betonline.ag. As the NFL playoffs continue, it's your number one spot for sport action this season. It's a bet on sports in the new year. With a new updated desktop and website interface, start today by signing up at betonline.ag. Whenever you do, you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And it's the promo code locked on that gets you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. Promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, boxing, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage right now of these amazing offers for the 2022 season. But online is the fastest and best way to bet on all your favorite sports. But online.ag, where the game starts. We're back on the Lockdown Royals podcast and Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. So, why do these negotiations impact Bobby Witt Jr. so much and the Royals so much? Because, again, at the end of the line, whenever it is time for Bobby Witt Jr. to be a free agent, if he is who he's claimed to be, and, and I've bought into the Bobby Witt Jr. hype, I've dug into watching him play on the MILB TV package, I've bought into the stats, the numbers, dug into all those. I, I think that this guy legitimately can be a face of Major League Baseball that you've never had in Kansas City. If that's the case, it'll take a historic Royals contract that they've never done before or a contract that the Royals just simply cannot do to keep him long-term. So with the players backing off of this hard point stance and keeping Freitas the way that it goes and, and keeping at the six-year mark and keeping in there that, that, that the owners can manipulate service time, the Royals, who almost you know broke camp with Bobby Witt Jr., Last training camp, you know, right last spring training, and that was said by multiple sources who you're supposed to be able to trust, right? Uh, but by everyone that works in and, and around with the team, all said that Bobby Wood Jr. was close to being on the opening day roster. Last spring training. And all he's done since then is dominate minor league baseball. So he's close. He's very close to being a big league player. And with a, with a scorching hot spring training, the Royals are met with a tough decision to make. Do you break camp with him, or do you sacrifice three weeks for, in return, an extra year of this phenomenal superstar, face of the franchise, face of baseball player? And that choice is still on the table for Dayton Moore and this organization because of the CBA talks that happened today. And that is a big deal when it comes to the Royals sphere of things. So let me know what you think. Should the Royals break, break spring training with Bobby Witt Jr. This season, or should they call him up in about, in about three weeks from 
opening day, whenever that ends up being, and gain that extra year. Should they manipulate Bobby uh, Jr. service time or not? Let me know on Twitter at Rylan Styles, at Rylan underscore Styles, or at Lockdown Royals. Let me know what you think over there. On tomorrow's show, we'll do the same thing, kind of recapping what happened on Tuesday with the uh, players and the owners meeting. But until then, subscribe to Lockdown Royals for free. Go check out Lockdown Chiefs and be good and be good to one another. Having a great time, loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement? This is the place and we're the one. You want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see? Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the